Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I am really excited. I have been waiting to share this story with you for so long. I have been excited about the moment that I get to share this story with all of you since March when I first started searching for my dream home and I have finally found it and I'm going to share in this episode what it took leading up to me finally manifesting that home, how I actually found it, like the perfect home and what that journey actually took for me to get there because I think there's this big misconception out there that When I intend to manifest something, it just shows up and I have no struggles and no stress and no anxiety and no fears and no problems. And that's just not true. (laughs) Like I am a human being just like you and I face a lot of struggles just like you and challenges just like you. And so I want to show you that I didn't just write down my dream home and then it showed up the next day. That is not at all what it looked like. And I'm actually very, very thankful that that's not what my journey looked like. Because if that was what my journey had looked like, I wouldn't be where I am now, which will make more sense after I explain this entire story to you. So let me just rewind a little bit and start from the beginning. So around February, March, I decided, okay, it's time for me to finally put some roots down. Like I want to find that house. I want to find that apartment, that condo, whatever it is that's just perfect for me. I want to find it and I want to ground myself in a home. A few years ago, I lived in Costa Rica and then I lived in Mexico and then I lived in Bali and then I lived in Denver and then I lived in Bali again and then I lived in Hawaii. And as amazing, 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 amazing as all of that traveling was and as grateful as I am for all of the opportunity to travel, it's left me exhausted and drained and craving some grounding, craving some roots. I want a home that can become my sanctuary that I can decorate and call home and buy art and just feel safe in. And so I've been trying to call that in, set the intention back in March-ish, February, March. And at the time I was 100% certain that that place was San Diego. I was so certain. You can ask any of my friends or family. I told everyone, you know what? It's San Diego. I'm going to find a luxury apartment in a sky rise there, ideally a penthouse with floor to ceiling windows, and I'm going to live by the beach. I'm going to have an ocean view, and I'm going to be in the sun every day. And I was so excited. And, you know, for about two months, I truly thought this was what I was manifesting. And I have journal entry after journal entry describing my dream home. And the way I described it was floor to ceiling windows. That was a non negotiable for me and still is. I wanted it to be penthouse style. I expected it to be in a high-rise in San Diego with an ocean view. I wanted a luxury bathroom with a huge bath. I wanted to have a beautiful view out of the windows. I wanted to be close to nature. I wanted to have a giant marble countertop on a beautiful island. I am like really big on kitchens and cooking. I would like to have a lot of chopping space. So that was like another non-negotiable for me as I want this gorgeous island. And 
I wanted to be driving distance from the ocean. So I start looking at places in San Diego. I do some virtual tours because it's a pandemic and I couldn't visit them. And I found these gorgeous apartments that just fit the T. And they had set a certain limit on what I was willing to spend each month on this apartment's rent. So I planned a trip to go visit San Diego. I took my sister with me. We go to San Diego. We're looking at apartments. You guys might have heard some of this part of the story as I think I described it in one of my recent episodes and probably was sharing it with you on my Instagram stories as well. But brought my sister with me. We looked at the apartments. There were only two that I was really interested in. And one of them was so perfect. It was everything I imagined. Floor to ceiling windows. It was like the 15th floor of a sky rise. View of the ocean. Just a couple minutes drive from the beach. Uh, There was an infinity pool on the roof. It was just drop dead gorgeous luxury penthouse. Exactly what I had been imagining and journaling about. It was it was on paper. It was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it except for the fact that it didn't have my bathtub. It did not have my bathtub. It had the island, had the floor-to-ceiling windows, had the luxury, had the beautiful view of the ocean, had everything else. But I was like, you know what? Like, that's fine. I can just settle for this. It's so perfect. I don't need that bath. And I started feeling this massive anxiety. Like, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from because the home was perfect. On paper, it was quite literally everything I'd ever asked for, but something inside of me was saying no. And I was experiencing pretty massive cognitive dissonance between what I thought I wanted versus what my intuition wanted, what my highest self wanted, what the universe was telling me. Because everything in my body, my intuition was saying no, right? I was getting all this body anxiety. I was getting all this like tension in my body. It just wasn't right. I didn't feel good about it and I couldn't understand why. So... I did what I am known for doing and what my parents are probably so sick of me doing. It was I went against everything everyone said. You know, everyone was like, yo, Kristen, this seems perfect. It's beautiful. It's in California. It's everything you wanted. It's in your budget. Like, you should get it. And I was like, you know what? This is everything I wanted on paper. But it doesn't feel like a full body hell yes. And unless it's a full body hell yes, I am so excited. This is perfectly aligned for me. I'm not willing to settle for it. So I told everyone, you know what, change of plans. I know I've been saying for months and months and months that I'm going to get this penthouse in San Diego, but you know what, even though I found the perfect one, it's going to be a no for me. And no one really understood it. You know, my parents were like, uh, Kristen, are you okay? Are you crazy? Like, is everything okay? Why are you not doing what you said you were going to do? Right? Like, why do you talk for months and months and months about how excited you are about this thing you're manifesting that it shows up and you don't want it? And I decided instead to go on a road trip and to visit Arizona and no one really understood it, right? Friends and family thought I was crazy, but what I've learned about my intuition is when I'm making intuitive decisions, three of the ways I know that a decision is most likely coming from my intuition. Number one, people around me think I'm crazy. Every single time I've made an intuitive decision that's changed my life that I look back and I'm like, yes, Kristen, thank you for making that decision. There were at least a couple people around me who thought I was doing the wrong thing and told me to make a safer choice. Number two is I feel extremely excited. I felt extremely excited about exploring other options. And in the past, every intuitive decision I've ever made always felt excited. And number three, I also felt terrified. (laughs) So scared. Like, For me to let go of everything that I had ever wanted because it wasn't perfectly right, even though on paper it was, and to go 
without any idea what was going to happen, without any plans, no clue of anything, totally blindly trusting the universe to go on this road trip. Yeah, that was scary for me. It was really scary because all I wanted in the entire world was to settle down. I was so sick of not having a home, especially in the middle of everything going on. All I want is some stability. I want to ground myself in a home. I wanted to move as soon as possible. So the idea of having no idea what was going to happen was terrifying to me. But I know that every decision I've made that's changed my life has been terrifying. People have thought I was crazy. And I've also been excited. So I was like, well, you know what? Check, check, and check. This might feel uncomfortable, but I know that that is where the growth happens. There is no magic inside of my comfort zone. And I know that every time I push myself way outside of my comfort zone, I grow a ton and the manifestations start to show up in ways I could have never imagined. So instead of settling for the perfect penthouse, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I am air quoting right now perfect because it clearly was not perfect for me, but on paper perfect, you know, leaving that behind and going on this road trip. So the reason I just chose Arizona is someone suggested it to me. Someone was like, hey, Kristen, like heard Arizona is awesome. You should check out Scottsdale. And I was like, okay, why not? So Got in my car, picked up one of my best friends who chose to come with me, and we started road tripping. Went through Southern California, got to Arizona. It's 115 degrees. It was so freaking hot. And, you know, it was nice. Arizona's beautiful. The town was beautiful. But I knew immediately it wasn't for me. I knew right away. And I tried to force it to be for me because I wanted it to be right. I wanted to find my place. But the truth was, it wasn't it. I just knew. And it's like, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. When you just have that gut feeling that something's not right. It was like, all right, like on paper, it's beautiful. You've got the mountains. You've got all of the cacti. Like you've got these gorgeous homes. Like I was looking at their homes on like a golf course. They were beautiful. Like three bedroom homes. And once again, seemed perfect, but it didn't feel right. That voice inside me was still saying, no, this isn't it. And I was like, why the universe dragged me to Arizona if this wasn't going to be it? Like, I am so sick of this. Can I please just find a place to live? So I'm in Arizona and someone suggests Texas. Someone suggests Austin. I was like, well, I've never considered Austin, but you know what? I've got no plans right now. Why not? I'm going to trust the universe. And honestly, I truly felt like I was following breadcrumbs. I remember turning to my friend and just being like, I feel so lost. I literally feel like I'm Hansel and Gretel. If you ever read that story, they're like picking up the breadcrumbs or whatever it was, like following a trail, not knowing where they're going. And I was like, I literally feel like I'm just picking up breadcrumbs, blindly following a path the universe is leading me down. And I just hope that it's not leading me to an evil witch like in that story, which it didn't, by the way, spoiler. And um, so anyways, long story short, we end up in Austin just a couple days later. So we're starting to be exhausted and frustrated because, you know, house hunting is exhausting. Traveling is exhausting. Road tripping is exhausting. I was exhausted. So we get to Austin. It's absolutely beautiful. I didn't expect it to be so beautiful. There's green everywhere, trees everywhere. It's like luscious. And there's a gorgeous river. It's just so beautiful. And actually found a gorgeous house there. Um, It was a two-bedroom home. It had my dream bathroom. It had a beautiful balcony overlooking just nature upon nature. It was so beautiful. You open the door to the bedroom. It's this huge balcony. You can hear the sounds of nature and the birds singing and there's green trees everywhere. You're literally immersed like in a forest. It was beautiful. It was, uh, you know, two-story huge garage, 
beautiful, but it didn't have my island and it didn't have my floor to ceiling windows. But once again, I was like, well, you know what? Like I have to surrender. If this is it, I don't need those things to make me happy. I don't need the windows. I don't need the island. Like this kitchen is beautiful. This would be, I would be very happy here. I truly would. And I was so exhausted to the point of just not wanting to follow the breadcrumbs anymore that I started filling out an application and I started like getting excited about this life in Austin. I was like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to live here. I have some friends here already. I got to meet some beautiful people. Like I'm going to have such a great spiritual community and I can go to the lake every day and I can sit on my balcony and the nature and I can meditate. And I filled out the entire application and I told the realtor that I was applying and I was like, yeah, expect an application from me on Monday morning. I am all in. Like I want this house. And, uh, You know, I had that little gut feeling that Kristen, this is not it. Like there was something off. There was like that eensy bit of anxiety. And it wasn't like how I felt in San Diego. That was like a full body. No, this isn't it, Kristen. How I felt in Austin was just like a little eensy teensy, like a niggle in my gut saying like, "Mm, you would be really happy here. It is pretty aligned. You You would have a great life here. But you know what? This isn't it. There's something better. Not because this isn't great. Not because you wouldn't have a fantastic experience here, but because there's something better. And... I was unwilling to hear that. I, I, I wanted this to be it more than anything else in the entire world. I was so at this point like burnt out. I remember sitting on the couch with my best friend. Her name's Halai who was traveling with me and who is going to be moving in with me, renting a room for me for a few months. So she was helping me search for that house that we would both live in. And I remember saying to her like, I feel so lost, like even more lost than I did in Arizona. You know, like, what if this isn't it? Like, if I don't put this house application in, what next? Am I just going to keep following breadcrumbs across the United States? Like, what? Do I just go to every state? Do I go to Tennessee and Ohio and Washington, like Oregon? What? Do I just literally visit every single state until that whisper inside me tells me this one's it? Because I'm not ready to do that. I am so tired and I feel so lost. And I'm sick and tired of picking up these damn breadcrumbs universe. If you could please just show me the end result. Like I am really over this, this trail. And, um, I just remember being so exhausted and and she felt the same way. And I was about to submit the application and I just had this like, Kristen, you can't do this. Like there's something better. And I just couldn't bring myself to fully submit it. And for some reason, like this is the weirdest thing that I can't truly explain, but North Carolina was popping in my head. And it's odd because I've never considered living on the East Coast. I've never even been to the East Coast. I've been to New York City once when I was in college. I was there for less than 48 hours and only saw the city. So didn't really experience much of the East Coast. And it's never crossed my mind ever to live in North Carolina. I've never been there. I don't know anyone that lives there. No family, no friends that I could think of at that time. And I pushed it away. I was like, no, this is silly. And, um... I couldn't get it out of my head. It was like flashing my head, flashing my head. I was like, no, this is stupid. Like, why would you ever go to the East Coast? You're a California girl at heart. Like, yeah, okay, maybe Arizona, maybe Texas, but North Carolina, Kristen, like it snows there. That's not going to work for you. And I ignored it. So about two hours later, I check my phone and I have a message from a family friend. Uh, She is such a gorgeous human being and I 
had totally forgotten that she lived in North Carolina. She is one of my mother's friend's daughters who my mom had a Christmas gathering when I was home during the holidays and she came over with her mother so I got to meet her and that was the only time we'd ever met and I had forgotten she lives in North Carolina. She lives in a little town there and she had told me how much she loved it and I remember being intrigued that she had just moved there and like, you know, out of the blue, she just moved there. But I had forgotten about that. I had totally forgotten that she lived there. Um, she's not someone I talk to every day. We don't keep in touch. So she hadn't come to mind. Now, I check my phone and of course I have a message from her. And she's like, hey, Kristen, like, I don't know if you'd be interested, but I think you would really love it here in North Carolina. You should come check it out, right? There are beach homes for like XYZ price. And I look at that message and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I have chills right now saying this. I was like, are you serious? North Carolina is randomly flashing in my mind when I'm trying to apply to this beautiful house in Austin, Texas. And I'm trying to get it out of my head because I want this to be right. I don't want to keep looking. And of course, two hours later, the universe sends me a direct sign of like, Kristen, you have to go to North Carolina. I was like, all right, this is too much to ignore. North Carolina is randomly flashing in my head. And then someone randomly reaches out to me and asks me to come visit North Carolina. Uh, So I started looking at houses online and um, within an hour had planned to visit the following day to travel there. So you know what's also interesting actually before I get on to like my North Carolina journey is... A few months before, when I was looking at housing in San Diego, I don't know if any of you have watched One Tree Hill, but it was one of my favorite shows when I was in high school. I used to watch it all the time, and that show is filmed in North Carolina. And I haven't watched it since I was in high school, but right before I started, I left my journey, I randomly felt this pull to watch the show, like out of nowhere. I never watched shows like that, uh, ever. I really only watch The Bachelor. That is my guilty pleasure. And I don't really watch that much other TV. I watch movies with my family, but that's really it. And I randomly felt this pull to watch it. Started watching it. And, you know, the town that I'm moving to now in North Carolina is a town that they filmed that show in. And I'm like, Kristen, there were signs all along. Like the universe was trying to tell you a long time ago and you just weren't reading the signs, right? There were moments like that and there were a few other moments in the past few months I can look back at and think like, wow, there were signs that I should move to the East Coast. There there were signs that it wasn't San Diego. There were signs that it was North Carolina, but I was so intent that it was San Diego that I refused to even listen or look at or acknowledge those signs because I had what I tell everyone not to do. I had tunnel vision. I had tunnel vision in on my goal and it was like, nope, this is the only way it can happen. And when you do that, you literally push away all other options, right? Because when you intend to manifest, it's always this or something better. However, I wasn't open to the something better. I was only open to the this. I was only open to my plan, my way. Therefore, I completely ignored and was unable to see all of the other signs that were trying to guide me down the path of least resistance. And if I had, I probably could have avoided a lot of this frustration that I felt in this journey that I took. So back to uh, North Carolina. So I'm in Austin, Texas. This happens. I'm like, okay, universe, I'm listening. I guess I'm going to go to North Carolina. If you tell me to, even though this is really weird, I don't think I'm going to live there, but whatever. You know, Austin doesn't feel totally right. So I'm just going to go to North Carolina. If it doesn't work out there, you know, maybe I'll just come back and get this house in Austin. So find myself in North Carolina a couple days later and I'm in a small town in North Carolina by the beach and it's 
when I say small town, like it is small. Looking online, there were very few houses available. And as I've already explained, I have very specific ideas of what I want to manifest in a house. And I'm not willing to give up on those very specific ideas. So there is truly only one house I was interested in. So set up a tour for the house, go to the house, walk in, and I am literally flabbergasted. Like if you had poked me with a feather, I would have fallen over. Like I walk into this home and I get chills thinking about it. And I'm just like, what the actual fuck? Like this is the house I've been imagining literally when I visualize the home I want to move into. It was so weird. It was so, it was one of those moments like I am walking, literally walking into one of my daydreams. Like I can't even explain what it feels like. It's like this like deja vu feeling, but it's not deja vu. It was like I had created this house in my mind and then I walked into it in real life. And it it was, I can't even explain how that felt. So let me explain what the house looks like. It's a gorgeous, brand new, never lived in, 4,000 square foot home. It is open and airy. Like if you could literally read my journal prompts. Actually, I have a portion of my journal here that I'm just going to read you. I have a lot of journal prompt entries on my dream home, but I'm going to read you this one. It says, I am so grateful for my home where I pay no more than $5,555 monthly. I am so in love with the floor to ceiling windows, the natural lighting, and the white airy feel. I love my home office, my gorgeous cozy bedroom with an incredible view. I especially love the huge island marble countertop with all of the space for sitting and drinking wine and chopping veggies and cooking with a fantastic view. That was just one of my journal entries. I have so many more talking about the feeling in the place and, you know, the nature surrounding it. So I walk in and like, I literally could have cried. This was exactly it. It had a huge marble countertop, like bigger than I've ever seen in any house ever. It's like this open floor plan with beautiful flooring, like luxury ceilings. And it's just, it's just so huge and open. And there's windows like on every single wall. So it's all lit up by natural light. And then you walk forward uh, towards the back of the house and there's a lanai which is kind of like you can imagine it if you've never seen one it's like an indoor porch kind of so it's heated and there's air conditioning as well but there's floor-to-ceiling windows which overlook in this scenario kind of like a forest there's just like these huge trees huge trees beautiful trees green grass and and just like directly you're looking at these trees so floor-to-ceiling windows and this lanai overlooking nature and I just like oh my goodness just seeing this I I could just explode with gratitude and just awe that the universe provided this and this was similar to when I was living in Hawaii I lived in a home that had a lanai and I fell in love with it because it was overlooking the jungle and I had always wanted to manifest something similar but I thought it was only available in Hawaii where I didn't want to live long term so I kind of like you know gave up on that and there the universe goes, like showing up my own dreams. Like, you know what, Kristen? No, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to give you everything, more than you even thought you could ask for. And um, it was beautiful. And it's three-bedroom, four-bathroom house with a study for myself as well. And my bedroom, my master bedroom, has huge room with windows overlooking the trees again. So I'm just like immersed in nature. And there's two walk-in closets. 
and a gorgeous luxury bathroom, which is better than I could have ever, ever, ever pictured or imagined. Like I can't even describe. It's so unbelievable. Probably spend more time in that bath than I will ever in my bed. It's just beautiful. And it just, it gives me chills as well because not only is this house everything that I was looking for and more, but when I think about where I was a year ago, year, year, year and a half ago, you know, at the time I was sharing a bedroom, my mattress was on the floor my $50 mattress from Amazon, I might add, it was like came in a box, a tiny box and like unfurled into a mattress. Like it wasn't even a real mattress. Couldn't afford to buy a box spring or a bed frame. So it was just a mattress on the floor. And I shared a room with Halai, my same friend who was traveling with me and no personal space at all. None at all. And it was really difficult, really, really difficult living. And we had another roommate as well. So living in a cramped apartment with no personal space. And I look back at that and The walk-in closet in my master bedroom is the size of the personal space I used to have in my apartment last year. And once again, that gives me chills saying that because I could have never imagined a year ago that this would be my reality. All I wanted, all I wanted was my own room. That's all I, like literally my own room and a bed frame. I would have been happy. And of course, the universe has over-delivered time and time and time again. And here I am. And what I really want everyone to understand is that if you're where I was, maybe you're in a similar situation with no privacy and, and no money and feeling trapped in your life. Maybe your scenario is completely different. But what I want you to understand is I know what it feels like to kind of feel hopeless, to feel like you're trapped, to feel like I can't take this anymore. I, I, I can't keep having this lack of privacy. I can't live with this lack of money. I can't live with this lack of fulfillment. Like that was my life every single day. And I know what it feels like. And I empathize with every single person who lives like that because I know firsthand what that feels like and what a horrible feeling it truly is. It was tearing me up inside. And so what I want you to understand is Things aren't as hopeless as they might seem because I know that a year ago, year and a half ago, I looked at my dreams for myself and they felt hopeless. They felt unattainable. They felt unrealistic. I thought there was no way in hell they were ever going to happen, but they did. And so I want you to understand that your dreams are so much closer than you think they are. And even if they feel unrealistic, they feel unattainable. They feel like you're never going to get there. There's no point. That's okay. They don't have to feel realistic to you yet as long as you're willing to take that next step, right? I didn't go immediately from my life then to my life now. There was a year in between. There was a transitional period, but the improvements happened very, very, very quickly. And I would have never imagined that this amount of growth a manifestation could happen in my life in one year. And this is possible for any person because right now if you're watching this, We're reflections of each other. You're a reflection of me and I'm a reflection of you. So whatever you're seeing in me and this story that I'm sharing with you is the potential that is already existing inside of you simply waiting for you to activate it. My life that I share with you is a reflection of what is already available for you. But it's up to you to meet the universe halfway. Everything you desire is already given to you. You don't need to beg for it. You don't need to do anything to become worthy of it, but you do need to claim it and you do need to decide that you will unconditionally prioritize that life over your comfort. Because to be totally honest, I say this all the time, but I don't know if people truly understand what I mean by this. Let this sink in for a little bit. Most people, I would even go as far to say as every single person on paper would say, 
They want to change their life. They want to manifest a better life for themselves. They want their dream life. However, in reality, 99.9% of people actually are more committed to feeling comfortable and safe than they are to attracting the life that they actually desire. More people prioritize feeling comfortable and feeling safe in their lives over manifesting the life of their dreams. And the thing is, you can't prioritize the life that you want and your comfort at the same time. It's not possible because I can promise you it will feel very uncomfortable manifesting the life of your dreams. You can expect to feel triggered. You can expect to feel emotions you didn't want to feel. You can expect to face belief systems that don't feel good to look at. You can expect to have to make moves while you're still scared. You can expect for it to get massively uncomfortable, but you can also expect it to be worth it. You can also expect life to be so much more joyful than you ever imagined it could be. You can also expect to have more capacity for love in your body and in your life than you've ever had before. You can expect to feel better than you ever imagined you can ever feel. Most people don't know how good life is meant to feel because they settle for the life they have now. But to be brutally honest, most people aren't ready. Most people aren't ready for the work it takes to change their lives. But I know if you're watching this, you are, or you wouldn't be watching this. You're a reflection of me and I'm a reflection of you. Your soul wouldn't have called you to this if you weren't ready. I have a feeling you have that like little voice inside of you telling you that, yeah, you're meant for something more. There's more to life than this. And it's because there is, and you are, and you're worthy of it. The only question that matters right now is, are you conditionally or unconditionally committed to the life of your dreams? Because here's the thing. Most people want to avoid discomfort. They don't want the discomfort of changing their lives. They don't want to feel that discomfort that it takes to actually make a difference in your life. However, you cannot avoid discomfort. But you can choose what kind of discomfort you allow into your life. Because here are your choices. Option number one. The discomfort of staying where you are and doing nothing. And that's massively uncomfortable for me. I've done that. I did that for 25 years of my life. It was very uncomfortable. There was all of the looking back and like, what if, what if, what if, what if I had just tried? Option number two is choosing the uncomfortable option of taking that leap of faith, following your intuition, investing in the course, starting the business, reaching out to that person you're scared to reach out to, whatever it might be. And that's also going to be uncomfortable. But that is the only option that actually has the capability of changing your life. And if you're a number two kind of person, this is why I created my academy to teach you and guide you and hold your hand through this journey, through this work of actually changing your lives. And if that's something that you feel called to, I would love to work with you. The link to apply for the academy is going to be in the show notes of this episode as usual. But getting back to my story about the house, I went on a little tangent there thing is, we oftentimes don't want what we want, right? Like we think we know what we want, but like we actually don't know what would bring us the most fulfillment in our lives. We just don't. We're like, I thought it was that apartment in San Diego. I thought it was the penthouse. It wasn't. This is so much better, but I would never have even imagined to ask the universe for a home in North Carolina. I would have never tried to manifest this ever. And so this is why it's always nice or something better. Every time the universe redirects you, right? I was redirected so many times. I was so frustrated. I, I 
I was so burnt out. I was so sick of it. It was redirection after redirection. But looking back, it all makes sense. The following the breadcrumbs, it made sense. Me feeling like a lost sheep just traveling across the U.S. Now it makes sense. But in the moment, it didn't make sense. And so if you're feeling like you're in that moment right now, you're following breadcrumbs blindly or you feel like a lost sheep, just like with a blindfold on walking around, not knowing where you're going. Or you just feel burnt out and lost. And like, why do things not go my way? I just want you to understand that things not going your way, that is your limited perspective. That is our human perspective. When we think things aren't going our way, it's because they aren't going the way that we think they have to go. And usually it's because there is a much better way that we are not yet even able to imagine, but it is coming. And someday, whether it's in a day or a month or a year or five years, you're going to look back and be thankful for this moment right now when you are still blindly following the breadcrumbs, but you didn't give up because that is how I feel now looking back on my journey, trying to find my home, following that like little clue after little clue across the country, just hoping, hoping, hoping that this would be the one, this would be the one. And it was better than anything I could have ever imagined. So don't give up. Do not give up. You're so much closer than you think you are. And anything that you feel like is a step backward is actually just a redirection towards something better than you could have ever imagined. I promise you. And like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, you know, there's that misconception out there that everything's easy for me and I don't have struggles or challenges and my manifestations just show up out of nowhere every single day. And sometimes that happens. But usually it doesn't. And so I want you to understand, you know, how this felt for me. Because when I was, when I found that home in North Carolina, right, I only looked at one home. It was the first home. I knew it was it. I was like, this is the one. I didn't even look at any other houses. I wanted this one so bad. It felt so aligned. I was an emotional freaking mess between the moment I applied to the moment we got approved a few days later. I was an emotional mess. I was so stressed. I was so anxious. I was so emotional. I would be excited, then I would be sad because we hadn't heard back yet, and then I would be like angry because I didn't want to keep doing this, and I would be excited because I was sure it was mine, and it was exhausting, and I, I know that, you know, it's important to release resistance around your manifestations, which means when you don't have resistance, it's like you're not feeling desperate for it, and when we feel desperate for our manifestations, we push them away, and a lot of people are like, oh, I feel really sad or stressed or whatever it is, I need to stop feeling like this. But when we try to stop feeling a certain way, we start feeling it even more, right? It actually makes it worse. And so what I want you to get is that I still manifested the house. I was stressed and anxious and emotional and I was an emotional wreck and I still manifested it. Why is that? Didn't I have massive resistance because I was feeling all these heavy emotions? Well, the answer is no. Because first of all, I don't judge myself for my emotions. I allow them to exist and I allow myself to feel them. If I'm feeling anxiety, great. Anxiety is so welcome here. I'm ready to learn from you. If I'm feeling sadness, great. Sadness, you are so welcome here. I am ready to feel you. I am ready to learn from you. Rather than, I'm feeling sad. This is going to ruin my manifestation. I got to push it away. None of that. And on the other hand, I knew in my heart that it was this or something better. So even though I felt emotionally attached to this home because it was so aligned, I also knew that if this doesn't go through, everything's going to be okay. In fact, everything is already okay because the universe has a plan. And if this isn't it, it's just because there is something so much better than what I could ever imagine coming. But that doesn't mean I'm not human. It doesn't mean I don't feel emotions. It doesn't mean I don't feel sad. I don't feel stressed. It doesn't mean I'm a robot. Like it, 
A lot of people think that like having no resistance means you're a robot that doesn't feel any emotion. You just know it's yours and you're like totally like inner peace all the time. Like, no, I don't feel internally peaceful all the time. I have this sense of peace and knowing that no matter what, it's this or something better. So I'm not worried that I'm not going to be okay. I never have that fear that I'm not going to be okay because I have such strong faith and trust in the universe. I know that no matter what, not only are things going to be okay, but things are okay right now because the universe has a bigger plan that is playing out as we speak, even if I don't understand my role in it yet. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I don't get to feel my human emotions. That doesn't mean that I don't feel sadness at the idea of not getting this house. That doesn't mean that I'm not stressed because I have three days of limbo just waiting to hear back. You're human. Just because you experience heavy emotions doesn't mean you don't have faith. You can be sad and still trust the universe. You can be angry and still trust the universe. You can be stressed and still trust the universe. You can feel anxiety in your body and still trust the universe. Releasing resistance, having faith, it doesn't mean we bypass our human emotions. It doesn't mean that we don't feel stressed sometimes. It doesn't mean that we're perfectly at peace all the time it does mean that we get to at the same time that we get to feel these emotions we also get to have this zoomed out perspective that i am a eternal divine soul having a human experience in this body and while i will experience human emotions because that is why i incarnated here to have the full spectrum of the human experience including heavy emotions i can also have the zoomed out soul experience i can also acknowledge that when i zoom out and look at this I know that there's a bigger plan than I can even see. I know that things are still happening for me, even if it doesn't feel like it in this moment. I know that even though if what I want doesn't manifest or doesn't happen, it may feel sad. It may feel stressful. But that doesn't mean that something better isn't coming because my soul, my highest self knows how guided I am. That is true faith. That is true trust. Doesn't mean you don't feel your emotions. It means you get to feel the emotions and yet still feel safe. And still feel certain and still know that something better is coming for you. So if you have a big manifestation that you're intending and you're feeling stressed or sad or angry or whatever it is that you're feeling about it, have some grace for yourself. You're not going to sabotage your life. You're allowed to have emotions. That is why we incarnated into this human body to have the entire human experience. You can have faith at the same time. Now it's very important that while we have these human emotions, we also get to have the zoomed out perspective. We also get to cultivate the faith and the trust because the resistance comes in when we're so caught up in the anxiety or the fear or the stress or the sadness that we have no more faith, that we don't believe things are working out for us, that we don't believe things are going to be okay because things are already okay as soon as you have faith, as soon as you reconnect to the universe, as soon as you reconnect to your guidance and understand how divinely guided and loved and worthy you are of everything that you desire. Because it is this or something better always. So no more feeling guilty about your emotions. No more worrying about sabotaging your manifestations. 
We need more acceptance of our emotions at the same time. We need more faith. We need more trust. We need more love. We need more connection now more than ever in these crazy times to the universe, to our highest self, to source, to spirit, to God, to whatever word you use. We need to become clear channels of the divine now more than ever. And you know what that means? It means deconditioning our minds of the preconditioned and programmed ideas that have been placed there by the world we live in. It doesn't mean bypassing our emotions. It means deconditioning and freeing our minds so that we can become a clear channel of the divine, of the universe, of God, of source, of spirit. That is why we're here. And that is how I manifested the home of my wildest dreams, which if I haven't already, by the time this episode has come out, I will be sharing a video tour of it very soon on my Instagram and most likely on YouTube as well. And I hope this helped you to feel better about where you are in your journey. Hope this helped you to release some judgment around your emotions or your levels of whatever it might be in your life, stress, anxiety, fear, because if you want to let go of stress, anxiety, and fear, you can't do it by judging and condemning the stress, anxiety, and fear. What you resist persists. The only way to actually let go of stress, anxiety, and fear is to welcome and love and release judgment of the stress, anxiety, and fear. We heal through love. We can only heal through love. We don't heal through judgment. We don't heal through hate. We don't heal through condemnation. We only heal through love. We heal through our connection to our highest selves, through our connection to the universe, to source, to spirit. What you resist persists. I hope this helps you to give yourself the permission to stop resisting your emotions, to start welcoming them in and to understand that they are not the enemy. They are not here to ruin your manifestations. The only thing ruining your manifestations is your judgment of the emotions that are actually showing up to serve you, to help you. So, it's always is there something better, you guys. Always, 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 always. You're on the right path. You are on the right path right now. Right now in this moment, you're on the right path. You might not feel like it. If you had told me that two weeks ago, I'd been like, uh, that's weird. I don't feel like I'm on the right path. You would have told me that last year when I was living in that tiny apartment with no privacy no money, a job I hated. I would be like, you know what? It really doesn't feel like I'm on the right path. But at the same time, in that old job where I was pretty miserable and unhappy, I always knew that I was guided. I remember sitting at my desk thinking, you know what? Like universe, just I know that you're using me for the highest good of all, including me, but not limited to just me. And that means that me being in this scenario must be be serving the world in some way and so you know what like I'm gonna just surrender to it and know that something better is coming everyone always asks me like how do I become at peace with where I am when I don't like where I am this is how understand that you're still on the right path and you wouldn't be here even if you don't like it you wouldn't be here if it wasn't part of your highest good in the end And not just your highest good, but the highest good of the world. You being where you are right now is serving the world in some way and will serve the world. Now looking back, it serves the world because I get to share this story and inspire and motivate others who are where I was and who need to hear this to build the belief possible to empower themselves. If I had never been in that scenario, I wouldn't be able to empower others now. I wouldn't be able to free so many people from their own minds and empower them to change their lives if I hadn't been there first. So I look back and I'm like you know what universe, I get it. And I'm grateful. At the time I was sad and I was stressed, but I also had faith and my faith outweighed all of the uncertainty. 
my faith outweighed all of the anxiety and all of the fear. My faith conquered everything because I had such strong faith in the universe and in the fact that I'm always guided and I'm on, I'm on the right path even when it doesn't feel like it. Even when it feels like shit, I'm on the right path. And I was right looking back because I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't experience that. And I still tell myself that every single day. Let your faith, let your trust be stronger than your fear. And the fear could no longer hold you back. All right, beautiful people. That is all I have for you today. And I also want to let you know that if you are interested in one of my longer manifestation trainings, you can go to manifestwithkristen.com, manifestwithkristen.com. I have a free manifestation training for you. Um, we dive deep into rewiring your subconscious mind. Extraordinarily powerful. If you haven't already been to one of my free trainings, I highly recommend you get your butt on that website and watch the training and make sure you bring something to take notes with. If you would like to apply for my academy, there is a link below. I am also opening up a mastermind. Um, I have already sent out an email and I have now close to 50 applications and it's going to be a small group, so I cannot accept everyone. And what this is going to be is for people who want to deep dive even deeper into their growth and we're going to be doing monthly calls with me, Zoom calls. So you're going to get face-to-face time with me in a small group setting where I will be doing coaching with everyone, answering everyone's questions, supporting you, doing group sessions together twice a month. And twice a month, I will also be bringing in experts in all kinds of um, topics and subjects, whether it be feminine masculine energy or whether it be trauma healing or whether it be... Um, some other spirituality topic or whether it be brain reprogramming, um, sacred sexuality. I've got so many speakers lined up, uh, trainings lined up for you guys and you can get direct coaching from them. And a lot of these people are people that it would cost, you know, 500 to to $1,000 to do a session with them and you're going to get direct access to them. I'm also going to be doing two live events a year just for the Mastermind members, um, exclusive events. And you're going to get access to all of my current and future courses and content and a private community. Which, and this is a small group, you guys. It's going to be a small group, so it's going to be very personal and private. And this is going to be access to me that you don't get anywhere else. Um, nowhere else do I do like Zoom face-to-face calls with any of my students, and I hardly ever open up for one-on-one coaching. But I want to work with some people on a deeper level. Those of you who are ready to seriously deep dive into your growth and I mean deep dive and seriously are unconditionally committed to your growth and are also ready to seriously financially invest because it's going to be at least an investment of a thousand dollars a month for a long-term commitment so I only want people who are like extremely serious about this if you are um, I will have the link below to apply for the mastermind And I will be reaching out to schedule a call with you to see if it is a perfect fit. And if you're listening to this, I recommend doing it ASAP because the spots are going to fill up really fast. As like I said, they're going to be extremely limited. I want this to be small groups so we can get very personal. And um, it's going to be really beautiful, a really beautiful container that I'm so excited for. And I felt really called to, to start for a while. So that is available for all of you. 
Uh, that is all I have for you. I hope that this episode served you. If it did, I would love for you to share it. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. That's my favorite thing. It makes my day when I see those and I get to repost them. If you feel called to, I would be so honored if you would leave me an honest review on iTunes. And if you do choose to, please take a screenshot of it before you submit it and email it to hello at pursuitofbliss.net and you will receive a free gift from me, a guided meditation I've recorded for you. Uh, my team will send that over to you. So hope you're having a beautiful day wherever in the world you are. And I'm sending you so, 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 so much love.